Alright guys, welcome back. This is Mini Badu. Excuse me if I sound a little sluggish today. I'm recovering from a very fun night. Um, I'm here today again with one of my closest friends, Michael. Hey! You know, we decided to grace the library with our presence today. He's giving back to the community. Being seen. We'll see what comes out here to increase morale among the (laughs) troops. (laughs) So, I feel like today, because I was discussing this last night in the midst of my drunkness, I wanted to um, touch on Black History Month before you know it comes to a close. That is a great idea. My sister's out here making sure you guys learn something. That's cute. That's of cute. course, of course, especially if your melanin is always right. popping, right, and radiant, you know, I and chocolatey, and all, of the, and all of that good stuff. But um, I feel as though I feel as though right now we have a lot of um, current black gay excellence, and Ooh. just a, a lot of current LGBT. Excellent, black, black yeah, excellence. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And In like all areas, just about. Right. Push come to shove, we could just talk about like Deray for. Oh, uh, okay. Let's talk about Deray. Who loves my blackness <laughs> and yours? Sis is sis is for the cause. He sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody who aspires for C list fame, I'm not going to say anything because uh, I just don't want to. Listen, Beyonce recognized him. So. That's good. Beyonce has eyes. Uh, I'm just saying, you know. What is... He just came out with a book, actually, I'm sure. you guys. I'm totally sure he did. If you guys want to check out D-Ray's book, you should go and do that. He just dropped it, I think, with Viking Books Publishing. I'm not going to devalidate D-Ray, but... If I'm not mistaken. But yeah, you guys should go look it up. Shout out to our good sis in the blue vest. Right. Always there when there's something happening. Absolutely. Look. Always. It might take a certain skill to turn a photo moment into a whole career. Stop. But you did it, and well done. <laughs> so what is just what is what is just there with with sis with D-Ray? I'm always like, okay, this isn't anything about D-Ray. This is about like people in general. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to look at people and be like, if they were ugly, would we care about anything they're doing? And for a lot of people, the answer is absolutely not, right? Like, again, I think that I've seen so many people doing real community work and Mm -hmm. are losing hours of sleep and their energy doing it and right time, right place, and suddenly you're teaching it, like, you know, Ivy League schools. Like, it's so much. And it's just, okay. This is more, I wish it was we could just recognize him as more of a pop culture icon than like an activist i mean but that's not that's not what good sis coined okay. that's not his title though okay. that's not what he branded himself to be if he identifies as an activist who the hell am i <laughs> to insert, question that inserts over gif right <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, D-Ray, D-Ray has definitely been one of the, the girls, the more prominent girls 
Is Dendow. Yeah, I mean, he's out there. Is he on right. your list of, like... Let's be fair. Okay, this isn't, like, Black History Month of elementary school where we have to talk about the same three people. Like, the black people who make me excited about being alive uh-huh. and about doing the work that I get to do every day can be completely different than the black people who might make you excited about being alive and showing up. Exactly. And not that any I of their think, accomplishments are worth devaluing. I think when it comes down to it, we all have our own... Absolutely. Absolutely. black superheroes and black icons that we look up to. Absolutely. And they might not be... Um, as known to the world, right? You know, as the regular pop culture, right? Like pop icon, right? So who who makes your list of um, these black figures saved my life? Oh, that was a really deep list. Think it, of yours, listener. Yeah, yes, guys. That's just that's some homework to do. Yeah. Because that is a really good question. It is. And that's how I frame it because there are so many people who just like, not just I like, but mm-hmm. they're literally, the work that they did helped keep me alive. Because I saw it and I was like, holy shit, they're out there doing that. Mm-hmm. And I could be out here doing that too. Um, you know, I have to give a shout out to the Reed. Mm-hmm. Kid Fury and Crystal. Good. Just black yeah. gay excellence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Their 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 podcast really inspired me. Yeah, I was listening to it this morning. I was too on that way back from Raleigh. Yeah. Um. And DeAndre, I was um, talking to DeAndre because he's never heard of it. Like he's never heard it, and so I just put it on the radio, like on the Ox score, this morning. And I think it was the Wakanda episode. Uh It was. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Wakanda episode, and. I've yet to go see Black Panther. I'm going to go see it tonight. So jealous, jealous. I see movies infamously late, so I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna see it till the hype dies down next year or something. (laughs) I have to go. I have to go. They have to take my. I don't. Yeah. But um, I definitely think, as far as you know, role models, especially with getting into this podcast thing now, I would look at Kid Fury and Crystal. Yeah. Um, Oprah has always been one. Oprah is queen. Like, is in the communication world, she is... Divine. Undoubtedly. You're right. Like, she's up there. Um, oddly enough, April Ryan. The White House correspondent. Oh, shit. I don't know why that didn't, like, click instantly. Yeah. Like, she... <laughs> She is the epitome of black excellence. Yeah. She is... Holy shit. Like, a phenomenon in the White House. She does her job. She gets it done professionally. Right. And <laughs> with a classy manner. Yeah. And from time to time, she does throw a little shade. I love it. I absolutely Which is needed, love it, yeah. definitely, in that White House. So, <laughs> yeah, I think as far as um, career-wise, you know, looking at that, those are my... People. Yeah. That's fair. Also, I feel like that's a good list for you. Mm-hmm. My list of, like, black heroes is, like, pretty unconventional. Um, I got love for all black people. Okay, shout out to everybody black. Hoteps, y'all, y'all test that. <laughs> you guys test that line. Uh-huh. But I still got love for you. <laughs> Um, but some of my absolute amazing black heroes, 
are okay. So I don't know if anybody loves RuPaul's Drag Race half as much as I do, but I absolutely love. Shout everything out to about RuPaul. Love RuPaul's Drag uh, Race, and I love RuPaul. Black excellence. Winner of I can't remember the season specifically. It might might have been season eight, but like Bob the Drag Queen, mm-hmm. one of my absolute heroes. If there is somebody I could just have dinner with and talk to, it would. It would be Bob. Undoubtedly be Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen is so fucking funny. So weird as shit. Yeah. Um, and I just identify with that very strongly. Additionally, um, and everybody I talk to about this has like a different way of pronouncing her name, but Diane from Blackish, Marseille, Martin? Marseille. Marseille. I don't know if I, she could be a hero if I'm not pronouncing her name right, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, it might be Marseille. Mar- I've be, heard them pronounce it on the read. Yeah, yeah. It might be Marseille. It might be Marseille. Either way, I absolutely love the work that she does. We do know who you're speaking of. I think she is a phenomenal actress at her age. She is. Her way of delivering a line, her, like, comedic timing is impeccable. I really like the chemistry those characters have, like, those actors have on that show. I'm not going to say anything negative. I'm tempted. (laughs) Um, Let's Um, do it. I won't talk about what I dislike. I'll talk about what I love. I, I say like Martin the only, is probably the strongest yeah, actor like of the children. Anthony Anderson. Yeah. I'm glad the show exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fish for some. I'm glad there's show. a space for absolutely, it. Absolutely. It's absolutely. It's definitely needed. Yeah. And in that, I love the creation of Diane's character. I think it's like this black girl we've never seen on television before Mm -hmm. right like she's way knowing Mm -hmm. she's way vocal and where we make kids especially black kids and especially black girls be seen and not heard she's this character that just like voices her sarcastic ass opinion and just like is clearly more observational and knowing than like both sometimes Mm -hmm. and doesn't ever feel like just like shy back or sit back (laughs) maybe that's what i'm really inspired by right like i don't really know marseille martin but like diane the character is my (laughs) black history uh, icon figure. Shout out to Black Ish. Yeah, Black Ish is good. Black Ish is really you good. You guys should watch it. Yeah, as somebody who, I'm a creative writing student, and I'm wa- always watching the episodes, I'm like, what would this episode look like on paper? Like, how do they write this? Because, like, some parts mm-hmm. obviously get written, but you look at Ruby's character, and she, a lot of her stuff has to be off the top of the dome. It has to be ad lib. Jennifer Lewis is a big personality. Jennifer Lewis also makes my list of, like, black history. Okay, figures. shout Amazing. out to Lena Waithe, actually. Oh, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's so freaking many. Um, if you Wade, haven't read Jennifer Lewis's memoir, I'm it. preaching about it. It's amazing. She's a huge personality, and learning to navigate the world as a big personality is by no means simple, and she kind of has a, a beautiful knack for doing it, so um, it's worth reading. Mm-hmm. What other black people are just absolutely amazing? I mean, you know, shout out to the whole cast of Black Panther. Um, Woo! Woo! From Ryan Coogler all the way down to um, the camera crews. Speak right. Everyone, thank you. Thank you, Costuming. Thank you, Lupita. Angela Bassett. Once Um, again. Thank all of you guys. I have not even seen it yet, and I'm thanking you. (laughs) Um, Donald Glover. Oh, that's a really good one, yeah. Who came... Who came, like, in one year as a triple threat, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who dropped the show and then an album and then, you yeah. know... I think he was in the movie as well. Wait, was he a Black Panther? No. I don't I think don't he know. was. 
I don't think somebody fact check that. I no, I don't. I don't believe so. I don't think so either. I I, he's geared enough to do the um, Lion King. There we go. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's that's the thing. Um, and since we're gonna love Donald Glover, um, Janelle Monae is another like this person helped me uh, exist. Yeah. Like I liked her. I remember it was maybe the 2006 copy of GQ magazine. I'm gonna say the month was March, and there was this one page of her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who is this amazing woman? And then I she released Metropolis, and I was when like, Tightrope came out. Tightrope was good. And yeah. I was like, who is this woman? Yeah, yeah. I love that she's yeah. in this decked out yeah. suit. And she looks snazzy and well put together. Phenomenal. And I kind of want to get on that tightrope. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she's 1950s. It was James Brown. It was Robot. Yes. It was. That's her aesthetic. aesthetic. And she sticks to oh, it. It was so beautiful. And it's cool to see her, like, you know, grow and expand. She's taking movie roles and she's doing an excellent job. Yes. Um, so I absolutely love her. I think there's this moment in black history, in blackness, mm-hmm. is so beautiful because, like, I feel like we're eliminating that what do you want to be when you grow up question because I'm seeing so many black people be every fucking thing they want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. I don't think Oprah puts one occupation on her, like, business card, right? Like, she doesn't really I mean, I, she doesn't do. I think she just hands out business card with her name on right. it. Right, I don't think her presence is the card. Right. Her energy, yes. her aura is the card. Yeah. But I'm seeing so many musicians become actors, and actors mm. become writers, and... And I think that's partially because um, of the industry as well. Mm. Like, people are always looking for the next best thing. Yeah. And this day and age, people are producing crazy amounts of good talent yeah, yeah. at like remarkable amounts of like speed yeah. like, like it's really fast for no reason this is true like you have SZA and Cat like yeah. all these other little R&B babies that came out of nowhere um Georgia Smith yeah. and LMI I love that there's no shortage um, of black people to get fucking excited about like there are so damn many like how dare school try to push Martin Luther King and Malcolm X down my throat like there are there's this whole myriad of people who are like making history as we speak like I just so- feel like I should have just been learning about Eartha Kitt. Oh, well. my God. Yeah, we learned about Eartha. As adults, I learned about Eartha Kitt way too late. Too late. A way genius. too late. You guys, please. Absolute genius. If you have the time, go look up Eartha Kitt on yeah. YouTube. Somewhere on any platform. Yeah. Listen to what that woman has to say. You will not regret it. Yeah. You will probably That's another person, yourself. like, living or dead if I got to sit across from at dinner and just listen to her talk. I wouldn't say a word. I don't think I'd be allowed to say a word. Like, mm. she would just literally give a monologue the whole dinner, and I would just, like, amazing. would be amazed. Amazing. And people don't know she's um, the um, the great aunt from Holes. Yes. Oh, and not <laughs> Madam... Madam Zamboni. Zamboni. Z- Z- I'm something. Zamboni. Well, listen, check that one, too. Um, yeah, guys. I think it's Zeroni, but I could be wrong. I have not read that book in I haven't ages. seen the movie in a while. But yeah, she played. She played that. Yeah, I yeah, think that was it. one of the. She's the last she was Isma. That's my favorite role of hers. Is oh my god! I forgot Emperor's she did Isma. I just like it, that dawned on me late. Like growing up, I loved Emperor's New Groove. I thought it was one of the funniest like Disney movies. The humor was so fucking. Cool, the level crunk. Yes! Oh my gosh! I love all of it. So. I remember like Isma's voice, and then I was watching one night Eartha Kid interviews because I'm lame and. It hit me all at one time. I'm like, holy shit, hold on. This is Yzma's voice. 
And then I, re- I was like, this is that, she played Yzma? And that was when I was just like, wow, you are literally my favorite human being. Play Yzma. So. Disney and a lot of people so still so. don't know that she was the original one to play um, sing Santa's Baby. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yes. Um, and she's the first black um, Catwoman. That I did know. Yeah. That is lit. I know a secret fact. <laughs> <laughs> this might just be C. With Eartha? Oh, Eartha, absolutely. Are you talking about the threesome? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So she if was, you got, oh, you want to explain to the audience? I want to get the names right, because she claimed she was in... It was James Dean. Yeah, James and Dean. Paul and Paul Newman. Yes, exactly. So it's James Dean and Paul Newman, and I wish, oh my gosh, obviously this is a podcast, so it's all audio, but there's this <laughs> clip of James Dean and Paul Newman shooting this, like, early movie, and they're doing a screen test, right? Mm-hmm. Just making sure, like, the cameras, the setting, the sound is all right. So, James Dean and Paul Newman are standing next to each other, and you can see, like, James Dean mouthing, like, kiss me, like, over and over and over again, and Paul Newman is just, like, playing it off, he's like, oh, ha, 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 I can't do it here, like, you could, t- there was this intense chemistry, like, James Dean, listen, I don't go L- up for okay, white boys, but, but James, James Dean is Dean sexy as is a fuck. legendary yeah. white boy. He is, oh, yeah, he's phenomenal. So you could tell that there was that chemistry there, and then when I heard that, like, fun fact, and I think that the source said that Eartha Kitt mentioned it in an interview. Um, she did. Yeah, so that, that may or may not be true, I don't know. But, um... I don't know if she is. When... She did mention it in an interview, but I don't yeah. know from which magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's the thing. I can't source it. So when she mentioned that she was in a three-way with James Dean and Paul Newman, I was like, oh, shit. Like, one, I'm sure that had to be an amazing three-way. Okay. Two, she said it was an amazing three-way. Okay. And three, Paul Newman and James Dean already had this, like, really intense chemistry together. And I kind of feel, and I could be wrong, but I might be right, I feel that Eartha Kitt was, like, the bridge, right? Do you remember that one episode? I know we mentioned Noah's Ark. Mm -hmm. But, like, Wade is, like wanting to do things with Noah, but he needs to get a woman in on yes. it so that it doesn't feel as gay. This is like one of the first episodes. I feel like Paul Newman like did that too. It was like, can we mm. just get some woman in on this so it doesn't feel like we're having sex with each other? And so I guess Eartha Kitt was like, hey, what's up? What's good? <laughs> and that's just how history was. You know, where's my drunk history episode? I feel like I'm ready for this. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> Comedy Central, who? No, it's not Comedy Central who runs it. It, it is. Is it? Yes. If you guys are listening, and you should, um, <laughs> contact me. You can find me on Instagram at superproductmt. Yes, guys. My podcast know. is slowly but surely moving to all platforms. Oh, right. I my voice is <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Right. And I'm on Google Play for the Android users. But yeah, back to black excellence, gay right. or straight. Right. Straight folks, y'all be doing y'all be doing good things. The straight folks always do some stuff. Yeah, y'all stuff. contributed to our culture. Thank you. Thank you that thank was you, cute. Um, let me think of other black figures that I absolutely First of all, wait, shout out to the um the Jamaican bobsled team. The women's Jamaican bobsled team. They're like they're the first bobsled the first women's bobsled team, like Jamaican bobsled team, to compete in the Winter Olympics. Holy shit, really? Yes. I was talking with a friend about that. I'm like, where the hell do they practice? Because it stems from, um, um, 
I want to say I don't want to get the terminology correct. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to say um, a Jamaican American. Okay. <laughs> um, she has dual citizenship both here and in Jamaica. But she was on our team for um, bobsledding, or like originally. But she, like, she left that team to pioneer the one in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and now they have it, and now they're competing. Okay. So shout out to them. Okay. Because y'all giving little black girls hopes and dreams. That no, I know that is phenomenal. Okay. I heard somewhere, and I could be wrong, that like when track is like not in season or whatever i don't speak sports so like bear with me i don't either guys (laughs) um but when track isn't doing tracky things mm -hmm. those people sometimes do like practice like bobsled sledding Mm -hmm. i don't know what the verb is Mm -hmm. for the winter olympics Mm -hmm. or like if you're not good enough to make the track team for your country like bobsledding is the best alternative because like lolo jones who Honestly, I'm going to just say it. It's pretty mediocre at running, but she's so pretty. She's just so pretty. Um, I was, like, Googling her the other day because she just, like, came in my head, I guess. And I found her. She, she was on the bobsled team, like, here for America. I'm like, holy shit, okay. So when you're done with track or you just, like, don't make the track team for the country, you bobsledding is, like, it's the JV of, of, the, of the Olympics. <laughs> For some countries. So it's just, like, a really good alternative to, like, track. So I can only imagine Jamaica would do exceptionally well. And I can only imagine, like, other African countries are going to just beast of this, should they ever get their hands on it. So. That, yes. But, yes, shout out to them. I hope you guys thrive in the Winter Olympics. Right. Um, Clear the board. Right. (laughs) Do what you need to do to get the gold. Right. (laughs) Make these white folks mad. White tears. Make them mad. White tears. Because Winter Olympics is low-key for white people who got tired of losing at the summer sports, right? They're just like, hey, can we, can we have a series of sports that are only done in European countries around snow? And then Africans like curling. Win, right. <laughs> Africans wouldn't win. Have you seen those Winter Olympic sports? They're weird as shit. I'm like, who? How do you practice this? Where does one practice this? But you can tell they were just invented by, like, angry Europeans that were tired of losing cross-country okay. games. They just got fed up with Usain Bolt's, like... Um, what else happens? Shout out to Zendaya, because I saw a gif of her the other day at Michael Ford's runway show. Want to say it was for... It's pre-fall? Was that the track jacket? Or the, like, the track jacket and... trench yeah, yeah, combo? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. It looks really nice on her. She's cute! She's a cute girl! She is. Um, but there's a, there's a moment... When they're sitting on the front row, obviously. And she's with her stylist, you know, um, Roach. Oh, my God. That's her stylist? Yeah. That's true. That was that one episode of Top Model. Keep going. And she's sitting next to um, Blake Lively. And then Blake Lively is sitting next to um, this other Caucasian actress. I forgot her name. I feel like fill in the blank, right? It's em- I want to say it's Emily Blunt. I might be wrong, you guys. Don't quote me. Yeah, fact check that. You guys have a lot of fact check work to do yeah, today. Yeah. So. It's okay. Just go to Twitter. It's out there. But um, Blake Lively just started um, obnoxiously like laughing loudly. And, you know. and Zendaya just gave this cute little slash shady look and, you know, leaned over and 
turned away. And I live. Call it a day. Right. <laughs> Listen, Zendaya used to run with like that Taylor Swifty crew. Oh, yeah. So Zendaya has had adequate Until practice. Until she got in formation. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Until Lemonade dropped, and yeah. I've never yeah. seen her run with that click ever since. But um, she's had adequate practice, like tolerating caucasity. And let's not forget this, she's like, a Disney child. You're right. You're absolutely right. Disney will so, get you yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, having to show up and be around like Miley Cyrus long enough, will you too will develop the skills to handle? I'll take Hillary over Miley. Hillary, are we talking Duff? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, hands down, <laughs> hands down. I love her little like boring adult life. I do too. Like that's how I, Disney. She's the only person who Disneyed correctly. She's like, and then when the picture has surfaced of her and that um. I want to say, like, bodycon dress. Uh-huh. And her thighs, like, she's just really fit. Yeah. And she's, like, like, she's like a bowl of jam. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> it looks oh, good. And so, she was like, guys, I just, like, i just been working now, you know, and she has her children. Uh, I don't know what her husband does, per se, but I feel she as married? though, yeah, I feel as though Hillary has been in the Disney game for so long, and she has like deep-rooted investments yeah, in it yeah. with like previous toys and you know merchandise and more, right yeah so i i live for it yeah. <laughs> i'm all for it hillary's keep living yeah. sis i think the trick is like know what work you do but the work you do is not who you are mm. and that's exactly how like child stars spiral out they're like oh but i was hannah montana and now who am i <laughs> exactly who you were but like i like you don't have to identify as your peak moment, right? I, so when Hillary Duff was done, she just went. I will life. say this though: out of all the like Hollywood breakdowns that I have seen and like mental breakdowns that I have seen, Molly's really confused me yeah. because I could see why Britney, you know, spiraled out of control. You know, she started in the industry at a very young age, right. and by the time she was in her twenties, sis was bald headed. Holy shit, yeah. And, that was a year. And no one even realized that she was like in her twenties when this was all happening. Uh, and so it was that one and then Lindsay. Oh Lindsay's man. really yeah. I was just like, I really think Lindsay's like having yeah, some mental issues. This is really this is the red flag. Even Amanda's even Amanda's I was like something must have happened. <laughs> For her to snap like this, cause she was fine. Yeah, like we didn't hear a peep. There was a smooth five years of time where, like, Hollywood's always crazy, but Hollywood was just off their shit that year. Like that was a rough <laughs> span of time for just being a a white then woman. You had my you God, had Lindsay still taking jobs and not showing up to them, and yeah. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, Lindsay Lohan on like Saturday Night Live, and that was the most tragic thing I'd ever seen. Like, you can uh, Google it or you can YouTube it. She's literally like, you can see her reading the cue cards and like missing lines, and I'm just like, girl, it's over, it's done. Also, (laughs) shout out to Stanley from The Office. Um, yeah, yeah, he's amazing. His facial expressions. Um, are that's a always Black History new. icon. Yeah, yes. that's fair. <laughs> um, just had to, you know, put that in there really quickly. Because if you guys didn't know, Office is on Netflix right now. And <laughs> um, I don't think I would say the show is for everybody. Because no. the humor, 
there's is the humor's different, Absolutely. and there's a different tone of sarcasm. But I feel as though if you're into that type of humor, I would definitely suggest The Office. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I. Not the UK version. <laughs> UK version is good. The UK version is good, but it's obviously uh, British humor is very different than American. Exactly. Um, but The Office is also a good. Listen, there really are two types of people in this world. There's people who like absolutely love The Office, and there are people who do not get The Office. And I think you can also figure out who your friends are based on that answer, right? So if I'm talking to somebody and they don't get The Office is funny, I'm like, all right, you can't be you? my friend. You cannot, right. you cannot pursue a relationship. <laughs> Because my own sense of humor is also weird as shit, and The Office just speaks to people like me. I die laughing every time. It's just horrifying whenever I encounter somebody, and they seem cool, but then they don't like The Office. I'm like, oh, no. That's, How could you That's not? so telling. That's extremely I'll talk like, people used to um, get shook when I would say that I could tolerate friends, like, Especially when it came on, like, randomly at night. Yeah. I would never be like, hey, let me watch True, let's actively look for friends, no. Even though my parents, shout out to my parents, had the whole box set of all the seasons. But my parents are really, like, hard, like, they're not, the 90s were their, like, wonder years. Yeah. Like, they were in their 20s. Ugh. So, everything 90s, they love. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my parents were in their 20s, too. My parents are kind of older, I think, but... My mom had me when she was 18. Okay. I think my mom was in maybe her mid-20s. I don't know. And I think she had my sister, my youngest sister, when she was, I want to say, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. No, 24. Yeah. Fair. Fair. And then she waited a minute to have my little brother. Ooh. In black 90s-isms... Mm-hmm. Of course you watch Friends. Yeah. Let's talk about living single. Have you... Of course. Who... Characters of choice? Uh. <laughs> um... I would have to say... Maxine. Excellent. No, excellent selection. Hands down. I mean, everybody... <laughs> Even Khadijah on the occasion. Yeah. <laughs> With her like positive attitude. Right. Always giving that optimism in some form or shape of way. I lived for that. Sinclair, Sinclair I love Sinclair. Oh my gosh. A real question that separates gay black boys who grew up in the nineties. Are you team Kyle or Team Overton? <laughs> This is another do you watch The Office or do you not moment? Like, this is like, there are two very distinct hard. There are two very distinct crews, yeah? Because, oh my gosh, because honestly, when I looked at the way that Maxine used to interact with him, it was sexy. Holy all shit. All the time. Because and they were both voice. so intelligent? Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> like, I might be wrong, guys, but I, I think he's an Apple man as well. Oh, I don't know. I, like the actor. I think he's Kyle actor. or... Like, no, not Kyle. Overton. Overton. I'm sure they have real names. I can't yeah. quite recall. But yeah, but that makes more sense. I also loved Kyle and Khadijah's relationship because they always reminded me of, like, the cute homie traditional aspect Oh, you're thinking, no, it. Sinclair. You're thinking Sinclair. That was the, like... 
the bubbly. Like, Sinclair. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Khadijah. Khadijah's um, the main girl who's like Queen Latifah. Yeah, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. My bad, y'all. Was out, like, it's out, it's been, been a minute. Yeah, no, it's all good. But well, either way, yeah. but I do know who Kyle is. I just got the girls Claire. mixed up. It happens. But Kyle, like, yeah, Kyle always gave that, like, humble, you know, I'm a working man and I like to, you know, mm. give my wife two goats and a, a like, <laughs> and some land. Yeah. You know, but he likes to go about it the old school type of way. Yeah. Whereas Overton. If like if there was like a man of the nineties, I would I could see Overton being that. I felt like Sinclair and Overton's relationship was so cute. And like Overton being this like homey, like plumber, Overton was the type of guy you start a like family with. But Kyle was the type of guy you kinda just like you hook up with. Like him and you could tell him and Maxine were having amazing sex. Yeah. And that's what they loved and hated about one another is like it was always a good experience, but I just have to return to hating you every all time. But his voice was so sexy. Ugh. Oh, and she couldn't help but she couldn't resist it. No. And that's what I love. I also that's remember like Kyle had this weird like I'm sorry I, I remember all these strange details. It's okay, guys. Somehow we've moved over into entertainment. All again. right. So Kyle um, had like. <laughs> A speedo collection of some sort. Uh, it gets mentioned throughout the episode. Uh, like you have this like tiny little pair of like blue satin. It was just like honestly, cop. Like my six year old self was just like, okay. I was like, just like his skin. I, also, I loved seeing a man with the same complexion of me. Like yeah, I yeah, had yeah. on camera. Kyle was a chocolatey character. Yeah. With a nice smile. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Overton, Overton, I could, like, like, he's, like, the American plumber type yeah. guy. He's just a good guy. He's a good guy. We get it. Yeah, like, he's he's the run of the mill. He's Fair. regular, regular, schmegler. Fair. But he'll get the job done, Fair. I feel like. Yeah, it's tough to choose between the two. But I'll still choose Kyle. Sorry. Oof. Still choose Kyle. That is a milk chocolate in Okay. Other blackisms. Think hard. Let me see. Mm. I wish there were more black cartoons I could rant about. Yes. Um, shout out to Steven Universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I can Steven count because like, there's a lot of black voice actors. And there are black characters. Mm-hmm. Does Connie count as black? I don't know. But Steven Universe, if you guys don't know, it's a show on Cartoon Network. Um, it's lit. The it characters is. are very diverse. Um, it comes with its like own fictional universe. I would pres- yeah. like per se. It's it's really good to get into. Um, my favorite character hands down is Garnet. Garnet. I know Garnet's lit. Even though I have to admit there are so many times I'm a Pearl. Like uh, I do the like rules, Pearl. Rules, follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Get shit done. <laughs> and I always love when Garnet separates too. <laughs> but yes, you guys should definitely check that show out. Um, I do miss shows like The Boondocks. 
Okay, it's funny you mention this because one, I love the Boondocks, <laughs> and two, the Boondocks was written by the same person who did this show called Black Dynamite. I don't know if y'all yeah. remember. Black Dynamite is lit. I think it is one of the best black cartoons ever made. And for whatever reason, that got pulled from Adult Swim, and I just want to see it back immediately. I got like, pulled from Adult Swim. Yeah, do right. I'm like y'all. No shade. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of weird. Like Squidbillies, like we can really do about that, that shit. That gets passed yeah. on Adult Swim. Yeah. Like they so, have to really, like, really do something. I'm literally gonna try to figure out who I have to like complain to to get that show on Hulu. Or Netflix or something. Mm. Like, I've got to see it exist somewhere. Because Black Dynamite was amazing. Erica Badu was a voiceover character uh. on it. Um, it was a good, like, collection. And mm. that's what I want to see. Is, and that's what I love seeing in black productions. Mm. Is, like, all my favorite people who are doing their own thing get together and do The Lion King. They get together and do Black Panther. They get mm. together and they do Insecure. Like, I absolutely uh, love that phenomenon. Shout out to Insecure. In. I love Issa. We love you, Issa. Right. Issa, if you're listening, I love you. Okay, you got me many body loves you, Issa. <laughs> so much. Please, love me. Always. <laughs> Till the end of time. <laughs> but, um, Black Cartoons. There's not a lot of them. I mean, there are, there are definitely a few. The PJs, if you get to count that. I saw the PJs super, super late in life. And I can stand to go through it again, so I'm not going to talk about it. Proud Family. Oh, Proud Family, iconic. Proud you Family know. is illustration genius. Like, the way Shout that everything is composed. Amazing. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I wanted to get a... I almost got a tattoo recently. Mm-hmm. For all listeners, I'm chicken as shit, so... Yeah, yeah, Michael goes back and forth about getting the tattoo yep. guy. I've been doing this for the last four years. I still have okay. zero tattoos, so there's my success rate. It's a like it's a very rash and hard decision. It's, it is. It's tough. But um, I wanted to get a tattoo of Valerie Brown from Josie and the Pussycats, who was the black one, yes. right? Like she was amazing because she was like smart. She was like she kind of like moved the group in the right direction mm-hmm. when. Everybody else is on their shit, like, all right, white folks, let's get it together. And I love, I absolutely love Valerie Brown. So I was just, like, going to get this really cute pin tattoo of her, mm-hmm. and then I chickened out. But that is my ultimate, like, black cartoon character, figure, goddess. She is black history. Uh, I feel like, uh, my black, my favorite black cartoon. God, it's character. This isn't an easy question. This is... It's not because uh, I've recently got into anime as well. Mm. So although that is a completely different category, like a completely different thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. From cartoons, yeah. and a lot of people get that misconstrued. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna talk about that on another day. With my friend Reginald. That, oh, that's a really good idea. My mm-hmm. God. Yes, that's going to be a whole segment for you guys. You know, he's a gamer. Very gamer. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah, I just like aesthetically like video games. Like, I think they're so pretty and the stories can be cool, but Reggie's like hardcore. Yeah. But he'll be able to like really yeah. give us tea on that's the true. anime that's side true. of that. Because I do have some characters on that side that I true. adore. True. Um, I mean, but as far as, like, really black characters that stood out to me, 
I mean, I just have to return back to the Boondocks because Huey and Riley. Yeah. <laughs> like. Every episode. Every episode. Genius. Genius. I love the problematic character. I love Uncle I Ruckus do. from the Boondocks. I love that he's a whole Uncle Tom. Holy shit. He's the, his lines are so funny. Like, anytime I'm watching... And, and they just are out of nowhere. And oh. he was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's just like, did, this, did he really just say this? <laughs> I love the episode, I think it was the kickball episode, where he calls the Asians yellow niggas, and I'm just oh like, my oh gosh. my gosh. R.I.P. to Charlie Murphy, by the way. Holy shit. Uh, another great. Oh my god, this is getting sad and quick. No, no. Damn. So, yeah. You know, we couldn't talk about the boom knocks without talking about him. I know, that was, that hit me hard. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Regina King. Oh yeah, she's still alive, and we can still love. And she's doing like Regina's actually behind the scenes more. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think she um, haven't seen her do anything since Miss Congeniality. Right, and she needs her flowers while she's alive. So y'all need to. We need to make sure she gets them because she is a phenomenal actress and voice actress and. She's outstanding, but I just, we don't, I don't like that she's not nearly as celebrated as she is. And I can't get y'all to celebrate her, so I'll celebrate her my damn self. She is amazing. Okay, she is. She's amazing. I mean, uh, who else? Um, I think we're just gonna turn this episode, guys, into, you know, black appreciation for, Right, you know, yeah, because that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> for, you know, Black History Month. And while we're continuing this train, I would just like to give a huge, huge shout out to my girl Ava Duvernay. Oh my god! Yeah. She's been like triumphant. Yeah. In everything. Like, my edges have been constantly snatched. Like, when you think she's done with Queen nope. Sugar, she'll hit you with Wrinkle in Time. When you Holy think she's done with yeah. that, she'll pop over with B&J and do the Family Feud video. That was beautiful. Like... That was so beautiful. And listen, I know, I want to be, I'm, I'm so excited people are getting excited about Black Panther. Um, and you guys have gotten so excited that it's just like, oh my god. I'm super excited about A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. And I cannot wait to go Shout see Shout out that. to Stormy Reed. Yeah. I know that's going to be amazing. Ava is the type of creative celebrity that I truly, like, aspire for, right? Like, who the fuck cares about what I wore when I left Whole Foods the other day? (laughs) Like, being able to do the work that you love doing Mm -hmm. in this many places, Mm -hmm. and it always being so consistently excellent and never losing your voice in all the projects that you do, Mm -hmm. I only fucking aspire to one day get to do that, right? Like, she is undoubtedly amazing. I would suggest you guys, if her name is on it, I really would suggest watch it. it. Right, Put your you're gonna to love it. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Moonlight. Woo! You know, a remarkable Woo! film for the Y'all. culture. How we went this long without talking about Moonlight? <laughs> we want to talk about Black Eyed Days. We ain't talking about Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. Um. I might get his name wrong. I'm really sorry, guys. But I'm shout out to too. Travante Rose. I think that sounds right. Um, it's like the fine one? Yes. Yeah. 
with the um, bottom grill. Yeah. He was good in that movie. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. And shout out to everyone else in the movie who just contributed Amazing. to creating yeah. it. Just, yeah. You guys are incredible. Keep doing what you do. I can't remember the original writer's name. It's like Terrell something. I thought it was Terrell McKinley, but I could be really wrong. Either way, he wrote like the original that I think was intended for stage, and then it got turned to the movie that we all love and like beat out La La Land. Fuck La La Land. <laughs> um, and he is La La Land was so random. It was so fucking lame. It was like my god. So like, random. Stop being mediocre. Like just try. <laughs> fucking try. And then the promotions for it were even more, like, bland. I'm so annoyed at people that thought La La Land should have won Best Picture. Like, y'all know damn well that shit was not that good. Just let us have our things. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, the original writer is amazing. Terrell, I can't recall his last name, and I should be able to, but I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, he's amazing. I think he teaches at maybe Yale or something. And interviews when he talks about the project and he he makes his thinking happen out loud. I could literally spend the day loving the way he thinks. Like he's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And again, it's characters like this that I aspire for because they get to do the work that they love and just invent new ways to do it. And I think that's the coolest thing on earth. So yeah. shout out. Uh, shout out to all the HBCUs. Tell me y'all. Yep. Oh. I'm going to shout A&T out the minute they give me my diploma. How about that? You're going to get a whole shout out. Well, I'm not going to be petty, guys. Fair. You know, I'm going to acknowledge Fair. the black excellence Y'all regardless of my debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to all of the HBCUs from Lincoln all the way from you. Because um, you know it's a lot of you girls. Right. <laughs> um, what else can we touch on? I feel oh my god, like. shout out to weird black people. I love weird oh, black people. Oh, yes. You girls. All y'all. I mean, you girls give aesthetic life, right. I feel like. Weird black yeah. folks, I see you. Uh, I recognize you. Because I am one. Okay. So we're out here. So those of us who love a good time but hate parties, I fucking see you. Listen, I have one that I'm going to interview. You guys Ooh. are going to love him. Well, I'm hoping you guys receive him. Who, who are you interviewing? I'm going to do Cameron. Oh, my God. That's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit all the... Hit all I'm spots. going to give a Snatch game of Cameron one day. Oh, I really please. think I can successfully please. Cameron my way through a whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> and I also feel like if they're... Are some there's two people who could do the perfect meet. Cameron might be able to do a pretty good job. Um, Zakia does a really good job. Does she do a good? She Zakia does, does a, a good, good Michael. Zakia does a good everyone. I'm not. I lie. die every time. Reggie also does a really he good. He does. Movie. And I'm like, man, I only know that's me because that sounds annoying, and I, that has to be <laughs> me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but it's like Michael. Everyone's impression of you is like a different. Michael though That's like a different honest. version yeah. of Michael yeah Reggie does this thing when he impersonates me where he like literally comes from the back of the throat he's like well like I'm like oh god that is, that is how I sound and Zagil just hit on like when you're next time I see her I'm gonna be like impersonating me right now cause I know I, 
Listen, Zakina's the best Maya Angelou impersonation I've oh, ever, ever heard in my life. Oh my gosh, you guys. Um, shout out to my friend Zakia. She is literally black excellence yeah. walking. Holy shit, yeah. Um, she's in the process of creating her own skincare line. Um, and also, she's deep in horticulture. Absolutely. She is amazing. In um, agriculture. In every way, shape, or form. All of us are so talented. I say it very regularly, and I'll say it very publicly. I don't know people personally who are operating at the levels Zakia is with like mm-hmm. how good she is at doing things, mm-hmm. how good she is at completing a project, how well she conceives ideas. Like, I'm really biding my time with Zakia. Like, I could be a famous best friend, and I'm totally fine. Okay, with that, so. me too. Make it happen. Yes, but Zakia's voice is so sultry, and voice, right. every time she speaks, it's really you just want to sit down and listen. Yeah, <laughs> she how is she not podcasting? Holy shit! I don't know. I, I feel like because she has so much. That's true. She's doing a million other things. Right, and she's currently in grad school right now too. Yeah. So there's that. Y'all gonna hear from her? Y'all hear will. From Y'all gonna see her? Right. <laughs> I will make sure of it. Um, well, y'all, I feel be like blessed. that's it, guys. You know? Y'all think of your own black figures that helped you survive. Exactly. Uh, keep them in your prayers right. as well. Go celebrate Black History Month. Go see Black Panther. I know. I need to go, too. Five so y'all times. don't see me there when y'all go out. All um, of you. All you of know. you see me there. And feel free to dress as obscenely, <laughs> like, as extra... <laughs> As you want. Like, if you want to put on that black beret, you do that. If you want to put on that dashiki, you do that. If that head wrap is deemed (laughs) suitable, you do that. I feel like there needs to be Wakanda conventions after all Uh, this. Like, an annual, everybody gets dressed up and act like we come from Wakanda. I'm completely here for that. Just an idea. I'll participate. Easy money. money. You know, black cosplay is a thing as well. And I feel like all the money that goes into that convention should fund other black movies that mm-hmm. we're excited about. So when black Twitter's like, oh, we want to see um, Tracy Ellis Ross play Miss Frizzle. Like, we'll already have the money from that from the Wakanda convention. And that would like, be amazing. Yeah, we just make no. that happen. We're like, oh, we want to see Rihanna and Lupita in that one movie based on that one picture that we saw that one time. We'd have the money in the Wakanda convention listen, to fund listen, the project. I'm still waiting on that, actually. I'm just saying. That's an idea. And I'm packing yes. them, so hit me up. You only gotta give me 10%. <laughs> but yes, guys, thanks for always listening in. You know, um, it's always been great. Stay safe, you know. And again, don't let Donald Trump get you. <gasps> I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.